Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. I'll be your host for Born to be Breastfed. Thank you so much for joining me this week and every week. I am only too happy to have you along. Without you, we don't have a show. So thank you so much for listening. And today, not only do you have me, but you have got my wonderful guest, Francie Webb. Francie, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Francie is a very interesting woman, and she has written a book, and here's the title of it, Go Milk Yourself, You Have Power, Express It. Now, Francie, I got to tell you, I have seen a lot of breastfeeding books. <laughs> I have imagined a lot of breastfeeding books. Shucks, I've written a lot of breastfeeding books, but I never would have imagined one that would come out on hand expression. How would you get going with this thing in the first place? Well, as with many new parents, it started with a complete meltdown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, I was pretty averse to the idea of pumping and the only, and it was kind of like a repressed memory. I went to my breastfeeding class, um, uh, that was taught by a lactation consultant. And I remember asking, like, do I really have to pump? And I remember saying that this idea of a machine being hooked up to my nipples was just so beyond anything that I could comprehend and that I wasn't really interested in doing that. And she said, well, are you going to be working outside the home? And I said, yes. And she's like, well, then you have to pump. And I think I was kind of in denial about it. And then, of course, I started pumping and didn't really do it very regularly and left home for the first day of work with a very small stash that was consumed quite quickly. And so then I had a complete and utter meltdown because I didn't understand that it was going to be challenging to pump enough milk for my baby when I went away. I thought that since we'd been nursing just fine every day, then I would be able to pump just fine. And I wasn't getting enough. I put that in quotes because it's now a big concept in my life, but I wasn't getting as much milk as I would like to leave with baby and as much as the caregiver wanted me to leave. And uh, so I tried all the things to try to get more milk out and nothing was, things would help for like a day or two, but nothing was sustainably helpful. And then um, someone told me to watch a video on hand expression and I was like, well, that's preposterous. There's no way I can get milk falls to come out of my breasts. And uh, I watched it anyway and dabbled a little bit and was able to get a tiny bit of milk after each pumping session. And then it would increase a little bit. And then I went away from my baby for the first time after pumping my boobs off to try to get enough milk for that trip and hand expressed after every single one. I had plenty of milk when I went on that trip and I left my pump parts at home. (laughs) I'm I'm with you, girl. And, and, And let me say, there's a couple of things that really disturb me in this story. First of all, I've had a lot of mothers tell me I have to pump. What disturbs me here is that when mothers tell me that they have to, quote unquote, have to pump, I'm more forgiving because I realize that they may not understand that, no, in fact, they don't necessarily need to pump. But I've also heard a lot, and I mean a lot of lactation consultants, tell me, 
this what you just heard, which is the mother is going back to work. I've seen this in books. I've had guests on my show who say she must pump as though there is no alternative. And no, you and I both know that, as a matter of fact, there is an alternative. Uh, I could tell stories and stories about the successes that I've seen with hand expression, but uh, you're my guest, so I'm going to pipe down a little bit. And, <laughs> and I'm going to say... I think it's kind of interesting that you came at this from an angle that I'm not used to seeing. Mm. I'm used to seeing that the mother thinks that the pump is the be-all and end-all. And mm. clearly, you thought the pump was icky. And, <laughs> right? Right? I was not pumped about the pump, I'll tell you that. You not pumped. Yeah, and, and why is that, Francie? Oh, wow. Um I felt like the pump had power over me. Ooh. Okay. And that my life was ruled by the removal of milk. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that if I could not pump, the caregiver, we had a nanny share. And um, we so we you know dropped the fam- our daughter off at another family's home, and the nanny watched both kids. And she wanted me to leave 16 ounces of breast milk. And I was away from baby for about eight hours. Oh, good grief. And 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 how old was the baby? She was three and a half months when I went back to work. And I just thought, well, if she wants 16 ounces, then that's what I'm supposed to have. Yeah, this is is how I do it. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. I mean, I really thought there was no other option. Uh And I, I just, honestly, I really hated... I just felt so torn. I will never forget one of my colleagues saying after I went back to work, she was a mom of three. And she said to me, do you ever feel like you're half a person? And she said that that's how it felt to her to go back to work and be away from her children. Mm. That she wanted to, that she really felt so comfortable and successful and challenged in all the right ways. And, you know, like she had no idea what she was doing in all the productive ways while she was at home with her kids. Like it was a full experience for her being a mom to her kids. But then she felt the same way about her work life. And how yeah. could you possibly do both except for being half a person? And if you're at work, then you must have left the other half at home. And so <laughs> I think that for me, a huge part of pumping was this feeling of tornness. And, and it felt like I was, I, really, I was excited to go back to work. I really loved my job as a middle school teacher for 14 years. I love it. I miss being in my classroom on the daily now. And I thought, you know, I cannot, I have to leave my baby first of all. Like it never occurred to me to not work, both financially, but also because it was such a massive part of my identity to be Miss Webb and to be the teacher in the classroom. Sure. But also, like, when I was at school, I felt like I was being punished. Like, why do I, do I really have to hook myself up to a machine that pulls at me like a milking cow in a massive dairy farm in order to provide my child with what my body already has? Like, I remember thinking, like, why don't I just have a daycare that's across the street and I go nurse her every few hours? And wouldn't I be more productive at work then? It would take me less time to go nurse her than it would be to, you know, set up the pump, clean all the parts, et cetera. Um, But I think that at at the bottom of what you're really telling me here is that somehow this automatic thing, this this machine was somehow running your breastfeeding experience. Yes. And the majority of my time. Yeah. 
And so somewhere you got from there, and I noticed that you mentioned a video on the web. And by the way, I've got to tell you, I don't know if I've seen all of the videos that are on the web, but I've seen upwards of 20 or 25, I would say, and none of them really impressed me. So I'm really glad that somehow... uh, well, of course, I look for things other than inspiration. I look for really superb technique. Uh, but anyway, you know, somehow you realize that this alternative was there. I just want to tell a quick story, which was kind of early in my life, career, whatever. I'm not sure what. I worked with a nurse who would go every day into the locker room and she would hand express and let her milk go down the sink. And I was so astonished by that that one time I said to her, why, why do you just like let this go down the sink? And she shrugged and said to me, well, it's not a big deal. There's more where that came from. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love this person. And I want to be her friend. I mean, wow. Yes. Uh, I I just remember standing there with my jaw hanging open thinking everybody is so hung up on how to get enough milk. You got to have this kind of a pump in order to get this much milk. You got to obey these kind of rules in order to get this much milk. And this much milk is never going to be enough milk. And here is she hand expressing, letting this milk go down the, the, the drain and shrugging and saying, yeah, this is where that came from. Good for her. Oh, good for her, you know, and it made such an impression on me, Francie, that I began to, I began to rethink the line of everybody has to have a pump, everybody knows how to need to use a pump, you know, and all of that, and and talk about not have enough milk. I mean, this woman, so, and actually, I just talked, I I know that not enough milk is also one of your hot buttons, and uh, before doing this show, I talked to my sister, now, mind you. Her eldest is almost 50 years old, but we had this conversation the other day. Mm. And I said to her, you know, these young girls are all so worried about not having enough milk. Did you worry about not having enough milk? And she said to me, it never occurred to me that anybody yeah. would have enough milk. Nobody ever told me that was a problem. So I, 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 I just figured I would have enough milk. Wow. And I'm like, oh, ma, boy, talk about ignorance is bliss. So so jump from here to yeah. how did you realize that you had, you've lived it, then how did you like get this little ding-a-ling-a-ling that went on in your brain that said, so hot dog, I need to write a book about it. How, how did that go? How yeah. did that go on in your mind? Yeah, I mean, you know, when something changes your life, you want to tell other people. I think that's just one of the ways that we work as humans. That's true. And being able to get milk out with my hands completely and utterly changed my life. <laughs> like, truly. Yes. I go to this yoga retreat. I'm away from my baby for about 50-some hours. She is an hour and a half away at her grandparents while I am in the car with my friend on the way to the yoga retreat. I realize I don't have my pump parts. I completely freak out. And my friend says, but wait, I thought you knew how to get it out with your hands. And I was like, well, not like that. Like, I can't do it with only my hands or for any sustained period of time. And we decided, well, let's just see how the day goes. And if we need to ask my in-laws to meet us and I'll nurse the baby, we can do that. We'll figure this out. In the first 24 hours away from baby, I hand expressed 29 ounces of milk. Whoa, nice. Like 29 ounces. Like, that's some some good output. And yeah, yeah, in one sitting now. well, no. No. <laughs> no. Just to say, no. I don't think it's realistic. I knew, right. I mean, I knew that frequency was important. 
Um, And so about every three hours, I would pop out of the yoga class and just sit in a chair right outside and express the milk. And, um, and in some cases, like I did it right in the back of the a big studio we were in and that was totally fine, especially because like, you know, it was an intensive on, uh, on women, <laughs> you wow. know, it was like a women's yoga intensive. And so I was like, Oh yeah, she's just squeezing milk out of her boobs. Like that's normal. Um, and so it changed my life to be able to do that. And so I go running to Andrea, who's now my mentor to become an international board certified lactation consultant. And I say to her, I'm at one of her breastfeeding groups when I come back. I keep my hospital grade pump when I come back from the yoga retreat because I'm like, there's no way I can really do this. And then I could. I never touched it again. And I went to her and I said, you will not believe this. I can get the milk out with my hands. And she said, oh, I totally believe it. It's called hand expression. But I've never seen anyone so excited about hand expression as you are. Yeah, I, I got to. I, I, I'm going to agree with that because, Francie, honestly, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk more about this. So I don't want to go into it right now. But yeah. I have a real hard time selling the idea of hand expression. Now, mind you, I started st- trying to sell the idea of hand expression in the late 1980s, early 1990s, and people thought I was out of my mind. You know, mm-hmm. but but truth is, well, because partly because people think it doesn't work, and I could talk about that forever. But somewhere in here, you realized that people need to hear your story, yep. that they need to get some practical tips, which I know you give in the book, yes. Yep. You certainly talk about uh, why why this is just such a, a great thing for you. Obviously, it changed your life. And uh, I do want to talk more about those videos. But anyway, uh, look, everybody, uh, Francie and I could, like, we could talk forever. Can you tell? We're both pretty impassioned about this. But we got to go to the break. And so don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Was your breastfeeding experience stressful or challenging? Did you face an unusual obstacle and go on to meet your goals? If so, we'd like to hear from you, and so would other mothers. Email radio at borntobebreastfed.com to see if you can be Marie's next guest. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff 
or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm your host for Born to be Breastfed. And today I have with me my guest, Francie Webb, who is the author of the book, Go Milk Yourself. You have power. Express it. You do. (laughs) Before we go on, let me just say that every woman has power and every woman who is lactating has milk and I would like to invite every woman who has ears who is listening to go to listen to this it's mariebiancuto.com that's m-a-r-i-e-b-i-a-n-c-u-z-z-o.com I have something special there for you and we'll also be featuring Francie's book on the website and on my blog. Uh, so don't worry, you're not going to go away from this show with nothing in your hand. But Francie, I want to talk a little bit about the objections that you've heard, because I've got to believe that you have I've heard them. I've heard more than I want to hear, believe me. Haven't you heard people say, well, no, I don't want to do hand expression because, and what yeah. would those becauses be? Doesn't it take forever? Forever, yep. <laughs> That's the first one. Uh Uh-huh. And the answer is no. (laughs) It does not take forever. (laughs) Not at all. No. Um, Let's see. What other objections? I mean, does it hurt? Um, But I can't do that. I I mean, a huge one, and this was true for me, too, is I tried that and it didn't work. That's the one I hear the most often. Yeah. Yeah. And often, I mean, someone like me tried it, like I, I, I think I was in the shower or bathtub at some point pretty early on in my postpartum life, and I just squeezed it a couple times and a little bit of milk shot out, and that was all that shot out. So I was like, oh, okay, so I tried it and it didn't work. Like, where did I get that idea? Um, but a lot of people, the first time they try hand expression, and I have some very strong feelings about this, is when someone else hand expresses their breasts in the hospital. Uh, yeah. Yeah, And there, I mean, I, I really have a lot of problems with this. And one of them is that I think that we, I, I mean, I already know we know our bodies best. Absolutely. And so I'm not going to make a blanket statement that you should never hand express someone else. And I, it's something I address in the frequently asked questions of the book. But I will say that you're going to be the person who can hand express the best. And you're going to be the person who's going to figure out where your milk likes to hang out and how best to get it out. 
And so, you know, for a lot of people, it's, well, you know, a nurse or a lactation consultant or someone else at the hospital squeezed my nipples and got a little bit out and it hurts. Well, that's because they shouldn't be squeezing the nipples, but also because here's the thing. I don't want somebody, if if I'm having trouble eating or swallowing or something, I don't want somebody else putting the spoon in my mouth. I just don't. Yeah, yeah. And and believe me, there are situations where, yes, you absolutely have to do it for somebody else. But that is exception, not a rule. It should not be the default state. Not at all. Thank you. That's a good word. Not the default. And yet, you know, I've heard people say to me, but Marie, how do you teach people to do that without actually doing it on them? And the answer is, I don't know. I just kind of wing it. I, I just, I just, I teach a lot of things. Actually, you know, I have to say that being a radio show host gives you a lot of ability to describe things in words that you don't really have any visuals. And so you learn to, to use words, um, Here's another objection that I've heard, which is something like, why would I do that if I could use a pump? Yes. So when you talk to somebody, like you were talking about this conversation with your sister, and when you're talking to someone who was feeding their baby with their body before pumps became prevalent, which was around the early 90s. I'd say so, So, yeah. So before that time... If, you know, if I say to somebody, I hand express or they see it on social media or something, the two, I get two reactions from people who were doing this before that time. One is, but why would you use your hands? That's why pumps were invented. <laughs> like back in my day, we didn't have pumps. So consider yourself lucky. Use the machine. And then the other side of that coin is back in my day, we didn't have machines. So we just did it with our hands and it was fine. Fine. Sure. So why are we so dependent on the machine now? Like those are the two pieces that I hear from people who've been around a long time doing this work, either with their own bodies or helping other people do it. And so, you know, what, I mean, but at the same time, how many times do you hear hear somebody like, I love my pump. I am so glad I get the pump. Never. I've never, I've, I've never seen anybody say I'm in love with my pump. Right. Right. And there are people, I mean, so one of the things we do with the Milk and Mamas, we teach hand expression, we teach it live, we teach online workshops, and we also teach private sessions, and we also do them in person, just depending on where people are located. And so we've taught hundreds of people across the world to hand express live using our own breasts to show them. And one person who I taught and have known for a long time was like, why do you keep hating on the pump? Like, I had a pretty good relationship with my pump. It worked great for me. (laughs) And I was like, one, good for you. And two, thank you for helping me see that. Because just because I hated pumping doesn't mean that everybody does. Like, And it doesn't necessarily cause everyone to go down the rabbit hole of anxiety. And yet, you know, I, I do believe that most people, if they had the choice, would not hook their boobs up to a pump. Well, you know, my guest, Robin Williams, had an interesting comment that I've really remembered. She says, a pump is merely a convenience. And I think that for me really captured a lot because I'm thinking, I don't fundamentally object to pumps. I don't, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to stand here and say that every woman, and this is what I hear all the time. Every woman needs a pump. Every woman that's going back to work needs a pump. Every woman that has a premature baby in the NICU needs a pump, blah, 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 blah. No, they don't. Yeah. Um, 
One of my earliest experiences was with a baby who was born, I want to say around 28 weeks, and her mother was Amish. And as you know, the Amish do not use anything electric. Right. Or at least the classical Amish. And I remember scratching my head thinking, now how am I going to diplomatically tell this woman that she's not going to get enough milk if she just does this hand expression thing? Yeah. yeah, well, let me tell you, she had enough milk to swing by the bucket's fall. She did it. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I'm still scratching my head thinking, okay, so if she can do it, why can't other people do it? Mm-hmm. And it really kind of killed for me that idea that you have to, have to, have to. We give so many have-tos in this world. Good grief. We do. We do. Um, you know, and it really dispelled that myth for me that you have to have an electric pump in order to have enough milk. And this baby, oh dear, I'm sure that it was more than a month or so before he actually, uh, she, before she went to breast. And wow. that was such a, talk about a life-changing event for me. Yeah. He told me that this is a bunch of bunk and we yeah. don't really, <laughs> you know, come on, come on. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I think, the too, you know, my, my biggest objection to the way that the pump is discussed prenatally is that it's, it's perceived as the only option. It's posited as the only option. Absolutely. You will, it's, nice. it's your baby's mouth or the pump. There's nothing else. And I always say, what about the pump on the end of your arms? That's your best one. Yeah. And, and, you I, know, and I really do believe that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, I've got here in front of me, and I did a fairly thorough literature search before I came on the show today. And um, I'm looking through here, I'm just kind of guessing here, but I think that there are more than a dozen articles that show the superiority of pumping. And here, I'm talking science. I'm not talking Marie's experience or or. Francie's experience or bias or whatever, whatever. Uh, oh, by the way, you know, another thing that occurred to me, I just said this the other day, there are some people like me, have you ever seen me try to put a cartridge into a printer? I mean, I'm just awful. I'm just <laughs> awful with equipment. And so to me, if I don't have to figure out how to put all those pieces together, I'm a happy camper. Thank you very much. I can figure out my hands. I know what to do with those. So, Francie, um, we said this before, and I want to go back to this. Um, I think it's fair to say that there are upwards of 20, 25 um, videos on the web. I'm not thrilled with any of them, but tell me which one inspired you and and why, because everybody has a different perspective here. Yeah, Um, so the video that I found was recommended. There was a fantastic store here in New York city that recently closed, which is very sad called the upper breast side, a really wonderful resource. Mm -hmm. And the owner was very, very helpful for me. Like she, she was the receiver of my meltdown on my second day back at work and was really helping me try to pump enough milk. And I would call and ask questions and they have a lactation consultant who does, who did office hours there. And I called and I said, I'm still not getting enough for my baby. What do I do? I've tried all these things. And she ran through the list, all of these things that could cause either low supply or that could maximize output. And finally, she said, I want you to go on our website and click on the link for this video. And the video was through the Stanford University NICU. 
Uh-huh. And it's actually, yes, exactly. And it's not actually their um, hand expression video. They have one for hand expression specifically, but I didn't know about that one. This was a maximizing hands-on. It was like a maximizing oh, yes. pumping through hands-on expression, hands-on I think. Yeah. Hands-on yeah. pumping video. Hands-on there you go. Hands-on pumping, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I watched that video and it it inspired me, but in a kind of roundabout way, because it really <laughs> made me think there's no way I could do that. Because the women had breasts the size of my head. <laughs> and to get the milk out, they, I mean, they just kind of leaned forward a little bit and took their hands and pressed up around the nipple and the milk would just cascade <laughs> out. I mean, it just, it was milk. I call it milk falls. That's what I call it in the book. And that's, what, that's how I perceived it was these are waterfalls of milk. And I was like, I could never do that. And, you know, that's such an interesting turning point in our lives. When we see someone do something that we kind of lean into and we say, I could never. I see this in birth a lot because I think, you know, I'm also a birth doula. And so that happens to a lot of people when they're giving birth. And so I watch this video and think I could never do that. And I'm like, but what can I do? And so it inspired me because I put my hands on my breasts. And after I was done pumping... I tried to get some milk out and I was sitting with a client just a few days ago and she had no idea that hand expression existed. And, uh, she said, so how do I do it? And I was like, that's a great question. How do you get your milk out? And I watched her put her hands on her breast and she started trying some things and she was like, like this. And I could sit there and teach her. And one of the reasons the Go Milk Yourself method, which is really just a menu of options for massage and compression, exists is that people need entry points. Like you could try this or you could try this and this works great for me. And here's what works for someone whose breasts are around the same size as you or in a situation like yours. Like I can give people entry points. But what it really comes down to is what gets the milk out in a way that doesn't hurt Right. Do that. And your hand expressing like that. And, and that's what this whole concept of go milk yourself is all about. Because for me, it's become so much more of a, of a life philosophy than just a method for milk. It's this idea that there's something inside me that I can find. I have power and I can find a way to express it in a way that's helpful to me and to others. And that's, you know, life. Amazing. Great. Let me serve my purpose. There it is. Absolutely. A couple of things jump out at me. Uh, Jane Morton, that is the Stanford University, have two videos, as you know. And uh, I, when I teach my comprehensive lactation course, I insist it's it's required that people watch that video. Mm. What I think, however, is that you've kind of hit it for me, at least, that that is, it either doesn't speak to some people or it doesn't feel realistic and or both. And for me, the words that she uses don't conjure up in my head uh, because you've kind of, in my opinion, you've got to use words that people understand and then can do the psychomotor task and without the right words, it doesn't conjure up the right image in their head. And so I'm not as keen on that. But that being said, uh, I do believe that she's got a useful video and she's uh, two of them. And she's done some absolutely phenomenal research on how much volume you can get and at what point and on and on and on. But hey, everybody, you know, I'm going to talk forever. We got to take a break. Uh, don't go away because when we come back, I'm going to be talking more with my guest, uh, Francie, Francie Webb. 
Don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Was your breastfeeding experience stressful or challenging? Did you face an unusual obstacle and go on to meet your goals? If so, we'd like to hear from you, and so would other mothers. Email radio at borntobebreastfed.com to see if you can be Marie's next guest. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Born to be Breastfed. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm here today with uh, author Francie Webb. Francie, I know that you've alluded to this, but can you just go like bam, bam, bam? Because this is another thing. I have literally a whole page of advantages that I give uh, when I do my comprehensive lactation course. uh, It's one whole page. Well, we're almost on one page of advantages of hand expression. So Mm -hmm. can you kind of just distill that down for us, please? Sure. Yep. 
Um, so one advantage is that it can be a more effective and efficient method of milk removal. Okay. I found I was on the pump for 30 to 35 minutes in order to get what was for me enough milk, um, which was about a, enough for a full feed for my baby in a bottle. And once I got good at hand expression, it was 20, I would block off a 20 minute break from work. And I would guess that I was hand expressing for eight to 13 minutes of those 20, which is significantly less than being on a pump for 35 minutes. Yes. And And, and listeners, I just want to point out, Francie did not take any minutes to set up her pump or to clean her stuff afterwards. Exactly. And that, and that leads us to the next advantage, which is a whole lot less stuff to schlep and clean. Yeah. And so, you know, most of the people who I teach to hand express pump and hand express, which is a really great way to maximize your output. Um, But it's so amazing. Like you don't have to schlep your pump to your friend's wedding. (laughs) I mean, the first person I ever taught to hand express told me that she and her husband couldn't go on a date because she had to be home to pump by nine o'clock. Oh, geez. And she didn't want to take the pump to the restaurant. And I said, what if instead you could put a bottle in your bag? <laughs> and you know, you run to the bathroom and I, people have we have all kinds of feelings about having to feed our babies in bathrooms or whatever, but like your hands are clean. You have a space to sit in a bathroom. You can just get that milk out right there and then you'll have it when you get home. So we've got, you know, it can take less time. It can be more effective and more efficient. The second is there are fewer parts to clean and schlep. And, you know, I think for a lot of us, it just mentally makes life so much easier. It's I can do it whenever I want for any length of time. There's more flexibility there. You're not tied to this this thing. Yeah. Electrical outlets, battery oh. packs. Like, I don't need those. That don't makes my worry life about if they're, if they're there. And if you want to go to Spain, you don't have to worry about... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Whether that's going to work with your adapter. Yeah. 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 And, um, and I mean, a massive advantage is that you can just, you can get more milk out. You can get more milk out yes. and you can do that right after pumping or you can do it between pumps. You can do it in addition to nursing. Like it doesn't matter when you do it. And I have a whole list of great times to try hand expression, but the bottom line is you can get more milk out and hand expression is more closely replicating what a baby can do than a pump is. A pump relies on negative pressure. It is a pulling action. Right. A baby and a hand can both pull on the breast when latching or gripping and press into the breast. And so that creates more effective milk removal in the end. And by the way, it's still skin-to-skin contact. It's a different skin, but it is skin-to-skin uh, yeah, and your hands are usually fairly warm. I, yep. I do want to put in my plug here, though. Uh, Francie said your hands are clean. I do want to remind everybody, uh, with especially yeah. uh, if you're going to store the milk, you really need to make sure you wash your hands first. But anyway, yeah, agreed. Absolutely, totally. All of those things. Yeah, and I mean, at this point, if anyone ever asks me if I do a breast self-exam, my answer can be, yep, all day long. All day long, Yes. Yes, absolutely. You know, I have no need to hand express regularly right now because my child is older. She's still nursing, but I don't need to have extra milk out. But, you know, I, I know exactly what's happening in my breasts at all times. And we know what breast cancer is doing to women across the world and in this country. And so for me to be able to integrate the knowledge of like what's happening inside my body in my breasts is really huge. You are familiar with your body. 
Yep. And, uh, you know, that, that sounds kind of trite, but yeah, I mean, if you've got your hands on your breasts all day long, you know better than anybody else. Yeah. Another thing that I really want to emphasize is that I teach lactation consultants how to pick out a flange that is the correct size. But, yes. you know, to be told, there are some people that honestly just don't fit well into one size flange versus another size flange. And this is usually my cue to say, hey, there's a way to not even have to think about what size flange the person needs or that you need, as the case may be. Right. Uh, because honestly, your hands you just don't even have that issue. It's just not an issue. Yeah. And if you've got... Um, uh, I don't know if you've seen yet these women who sometimes have a very, very large nipple and a very, very small areola. Yes. You're not supposed to get the areola sucked into the flange. But right. in some cases, it's like, <clears throat> well, I got to get a flange big enough to fit the nipple. So then the areola gets sucked in. Well, yep. hello, you can you can eliminate all of that just by using hand expression. Yep. And by the way... Uh, I, I want to expound just a little bit on that electrical thing. You're absolutely right. But it's more than just having an electrical outlet or having an electrical outlet that uh, your adapter works with or whatever. Uh, this is one of the best arguments for uh, if you're ever in a situation of emergencies and don't have any power. Uh, yeah. You've yeah. Uh, I, I often say those things on the end of your arms don't require any electrical nope. power. And nope. people are kind of like, oh, yeah, but, you know, that'll ever happen. Yeah, well, uh, as you probably know, I grew up and spent most of my career just outside of, of Rochester, New York. And this one time we had not a snowstorm, but an ice storm. Mm. And my sister, who lived in the posh part of town, was without without electrical power for 11 days. Oh, my gosh. Awful. Oh, yeah. So, if you're, or, or, you can't make it across the city, so you're yeah. still stuck at your mother-in-law's house. Yeah. And don't have your pump with you. Yeah. And or it's in your checked bag. At the and, oh, that's another so one. Absolutely. Or a membrane goes missing. All the things. All those things where you're really, I guess you're kind of dependent on this pump yep. and all of its accoutrements, so to speak. Yep. And, you know, I, I think that I don't use the word empowerment lightly. Because I think it's kind of overused, but yeah. you really are empowered to do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it. You do not have to worry about all of these things that you're tied to because you aren't tied to it. Which, by the way, I've had some people tell me, well, I, I don't want to do hand expression because it makes me feel like a cow. <laughs> and I the have, pump doesn't yeah exactly I have all I can do not to say and being hooked up to that yeah. thing <laughs> well and I mean if we asked the cows wouldn't they prefer someone use nice gentle hands on them as opposed to all the machines that we use you know wouldn't you? Wouldn't yeah I mean, I think too that you know one of the one of the things that hand expression did for me that I know it does for so many other people too is it can either manage and or help prevent mastitis and clogged yeah. ducts. Well, um, don't get because, me going on engorgement because oh. I've had one too many women now tell me that the pump hurt worse 
than the engorgement. And so I I really want to go for hand expression there. Hey, everybody, you know, I'm sure that Francie and I could list like a, a list as long as your arm of, of advantages. But uh, I want to move on. I just want you to know there are more advantages. But uh, uh, Francie, I really want to talk to you about the go milk yourself method. Yeah. How is that different from all of the hand expression videos that we've seen on YouTube or elsewhere? Yeah. Smart question. So um, in the videos that are available all over, you, what you usually see is one person hand expressing and saying, this is how you hand express. Yep. And sometimes it's just a parent who's lactating and is telling you how to do it based on what works for them. And then sometimes there's a lactation support person, professional expert who is talking while, while someone else is hand expressing, or maybe they are. And so, I mean, I think in general, the videos show one way to hand express. And so I think that people walk away being like, okay, well, that's the way to do it. There is a right way. And if I do anything else, then of course it must be the wrong way. And if that doesn't work for me, then hand expression doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. And so the reason that the go milk yourself method exists is because I started hand expressing and, you know, am away from my kid without my pump parts kind of freaking out. And so I have to try a lot of different moves to get the milk out And I have to pay attention to the spots that tend to get fuller more quickly. I call them the spots where the milk likes to hang out. And I think it is really important knowledge for us to know where the, where our milk likes to hang out. And so I, it wasn't just, it wasn't like I used the same move with my hand over and over and over again to get that milk out. No, you're customizing the actual Mm -hmm. process. Mm, And so I realized, you know, as a teacher, I've been a middle school teacher for 14 years, working with like birth and babies and breasts is is a new thing for me. It's a career change. And so as a teacher, I think about what are the memory tools that I can use to help me reaccess this and help others access this as well. And so when I went to my mentor, Andrea, and was like, I really, I feel like I, I'm like, gosh, I wish I could teach people to do this. And she's like, that is what you shall do. It was like, I, was like, I, I mean, I really felt like she was like knighting me or something. It was like, it, it, it has been said. And so it is. And so I, um, so I thought, well, let me see how I could structure this so that it, anybody could access it. And in the meantime, I started teaching people just kind of informally and, people would say, that doesn't work for me, but this does. Sure. Or they would say, that's not working. What else should I try? And I would suggest something and they would be like, oh my gosh. And there's always this aha moment, this gasp. Like I was teaching a workshop to doulas recently and one woman, she was the only one who was still lactating in that group. And she hand expressed for the first time, for the first time. She tried more times than she could count and she got milk out with her hand for the first time and she cried right then. Because I mean, that's, I mean, we just have these aha moments and with, they're with our own bodies that talk about empowering. And so the method really is here are some ways that you can massage and we have names for them. And the book has pictures with women of different breast sizes, of different races, of different ages and experiences, because it's also important. Like people see the video and they're like, well, my boobs don't look like that. So I can't do it like that, which is what happened to me at first. And so then they don't try again. And so the method is these massage tools these compression tools, some specialty tools, which are useful in specific circumstances, like I have clogged ducts, or I notice the spot tends to get full, or I'm having trouble getting milk out of this one area, or my hands are tired, and I need a little change. 
So there are different specialty tools. And the idea is like, here's a menu of options. You get to decide, this is a big concept in the book. You get to decide how to get your milk out and when. And then you use them to develop whatever method works best for you. And there's also in both the compression strategies and the massage strategies, there's one called wild card, which means try it, see what works. If there's something that you figure out that isn't in this book, good for you. You're amazing. You have power. You are expressing it. We'd love to hear about it so that we can help even more people. I mean, the whole idea here is to increase the options and thus increase the freedom. And I believe that every single lactating parent should have hand expression as an option and be comfortable doing it so that when those emergency or stressful situations come up, they're like, oh, no big deal. I've got the pump on the end of my arms. We got to go, but don't go away. I'll be back with Francie Webb right after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash donor. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America. 
are listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Born to be Breastfed. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm here today with Francie Webb, who is the author of Go Milk Yourself, You Have Power, Express It. Francie, I know that your book is part memoir, and uh, in it you share some of the most powerful and vulnerable experiences of your life, uh, such as the healing from the trauma of a baby who died while you were babysitting the baby uh, when you were a teenager, uh, etc. But um, what inspired you to share these? I, I don't want to give away all of your good stories here, but what in, what inspired you to share these stories in such detail? Yeah, I think that um, I had a baby all by myself by accident, <laughs> and uh, my husband took a photo, and through various circumstances, the photo went viral and went all over the world a year after my baby was born. And I had a lot of critics due to that photo, me naked giving birth on a bed. And um, I felt that there was something people didn't know. And what they didn't know is for me to come to that moment of being able to bring a baby girl into the world all by myself could not have happened if I hadn't healed from this horrific experience of an infant I was babysitting dying from SIDS. And I felt called to tell that story. That's the only way I know how to put it. I just felt called. And it felt like freedom once I did. I think I understand that because as as many of my friends are either retired or going to retire, I, I say to myself, I can't retire. I, I feel called to keep putting that message out there, you know. And yeah. it's, it's like you can't shut me up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really true. Fancy, you t- use the term vulnerable in your yes. book. Now, this is a new term for me. What is vulnerable and how does vulnerable play into every uh, play into breastfeeding? Sure. Well, when we put ourselves out there, it can make us feel extremely vulnerable as if we have no control. And when we put ourselves out there, it can completely change our lives and the world. And that's what vulnerable bravery is about. It's when we decide to do something that really strips us down to who we are, then we are being extraordinarily powerful while also giving up so much of what we think we want to have power over. Mm. And there is so much that we cannot control when we are feeding our babies with our bodies. <laughs> yep. And so we become very vulnerable in that practice. And it is an extremely brave thing to choose to do that. Francie, knowing what you know now, would you have, and I know that it's, it appears to me you didn't do the, the hand expression until you got your second baby. Is that correct? I actually, I started hand expressing with my first, I was five months in. Okay. Do you wish that you would have done it sooner? Mm, I don't. 
Okay. Yeah, it, it just wouldn't have been this, it wouldn't have been such a significant life shift. We wouldn't be here right now. I, you know, I was so the opposite of empowered by the pump. I was anxious and I was I mean, I was humbled, which is a good thing in the end. You know, it's like I don't have control over this. I needed to know that. And you know, I could also the story could also go that I'm pumping and head expressing now, which is how it is for most people who learn to hand express which is wonderful. I mean, we get to decide. Massive concept in the book is you get to decide. But no, I never would have known, I never what was known, would have known what was possible until I first thought it was impossible. I did. I thought it was totally impossible. Okay. So it was somehow in that realization, uh, yeah, like just me telling you might not have been enough, Right. Oh, if you, there's such a difference between telling and teaching. I agree. And yeah. then there's a difference between teaching and learning. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we can tell people until we're blue in the face, but if they really want to learn, then there, there, there has to be that moment where there's actual teaching involved. And sometimes others teach us and, and then sometimes we teach ourselves. Yeah, you know, I didn't have as much trouble selling the idea of hand expression after we had that big ice storm. And people, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, people realized because I had hammered on the idea that nobody should leave the hospital without being able to hand express. Okay. And I think I was quick to follow that with that doesn't mean that you have to do it. It doesn't mean you have to no. do it on a regular no. basis. It just means this needs to be a skill in your tool set. Absolutely. But I was not very successful with that message until people began to realize that just having that skill could have been the difference between having an engorgement or a plug duct or a mastitis and being miserable, yep. uh, not to mention not having milk, you know. And, and so I, I think that's part of it. Um, Francie, in the minute or so that we have left, will you tell us, please, uh, tell us where your website is. Sure. Uh, tell us a little bit about your courses. Yeah. So we're at themilkinmama.com and we offer online workshops for parents. We offer online workshops for professionals, those who work with parents who are lactating. We offer in-person workshops and in-person private sessions. We've got 10 areas of the United States where we have teachers who can come to you in person. Um, I also offer teacher training. So for anyone who wants to learn to teach others the Go Milk Yourself method, we have another one of those coming up soon. I'm working on the details for that right now. Um, And the best place to purchase Go Milk Yourself, You Have Power, Express It is on Amazon because that's the quickest way to get it into your hands. Absolutely. 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 Tell us just a little bit about if you were a parent, uh, I'm sure that you ask them for evaluations. What is the one best thing that you've ever heard a parent say about your workshop? I feel so free. (laughs) Uh I mean, how often do we get to say that, especially when we have like small humans we've created and we're sustaining (laughs) them with our bodies? Like, I feel free. How often do we say that? That's for sure. And uh, what would you say was the the best thing that they've ever told you about uh, professional training? Not to put Francie on the spot here or anything. She didn't know I was going to ask this. (laughs) Um, I mean, people cry. My teachers will sometimes, you know, they'll contact me after and say, we cried together. Ah, sure. They had their aha, aha moment and I connected to that and I felt like for that moment, I was able to change their lives. And again, how often do we get to say that in our day-to-day lives where we're beating ourselves up about, you know, mom life? 
<laughs> so true. Before we go today, um, I would like to just say that I I feel like when I can convince somebody that they can do it and they see themselves doing it, it's really a thriller for me because their face just lights up and, and it's it's like I, I, I don't know, like I put them in a spaceship and send them to Mars or something. They're thrilled. But anyway, uh, we got to go, everybody. Um, I'm Marie Biancuso, and I would like to thank my guest today, uh, Francie Webb. Francie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Marie, there's one last thing we have to say to each other before we go, and it is go milk yourselves. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Alrighty, thank you everybody for uh, being here today. I'm Marie Biancuto. I promise I'll help you to cut through the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding next week. So join me, please. Visit me at MarieBiancuto.com. And in the meanwhile, remember, your baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Born to be Breastfed. Please join Marie Biancuso next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, do its best for you and your baby. 